0: I didn't ever really come alive for myself. I was just
1: feeding his aliveness. I'll never get to really be his
0: parent again.
1: He needs to know that I fought for him.
0: It's not as simple as not being in love anymore. Eventually, there'll be the two of you having to figure this out. Together. What's up, gamers? You're listening to the Critics
1: Podcast. This is Adam Sedarius. And this is your co-host, Richard Jewell. Welcome to the Critics <laughs> Podcast. You have 30 minutes to listen to it. No, uh, I'm Joseph Salamone, the co No, play it back to me, Joe. Play it back to me one more time. Um,
0: uh,
1: there's a bomb in Centennial Park. You have 30 minutes. <laughs> one more time. That's good. There's a bomb... <laughs> In I'm a police officer. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I do law enforcement as well. I'm. Uh, <laughs> so today, one more time. No, me. okay. Yeah. One more time. Now, <laughs> now, I was gonna talk about a Bruce Willis movie. Uh, so today, uh, we're gonna cover three banging films. All of them are easy watches. Uh, we're gonna be talking about. Honey Boy, waves and, and spies sh- in the skies. And spies in the skies. We got a screener copy of it, folks. Um, but first, we're gonna start with um, the Shia Booth joint, Honey Boy. Um. Yeah. So
0: Honey Boy. Do you know how to pronounce the director's name? Alma. Alma Har? I think.
1: Hiyer nice. something like that. I don't yeah.
0: Know. Uh, I'll I'll let you like take the downfall for that one. Yeah. Um.
1: Cancelled, but it's fine. Uh, Lulu Wang, I believe, is yeah, her the name. director. Um, um, James Cameron actually directed this film.
0: Uwe uh, Boll, I believe, mm. is yeah. Um, so, Which Honey Boy. I mean, do, <laughs> do you want
1: to uh, you want to tell the good audience what Honey Boy's about? Honey Boy is a semi autobiographical film. Um, Shia LaBeouf wrote this when he was in therapy, apparently, and it tells the story of his, uh, loosely based on his upbringing, uh, growing up. Uh, as a child star, with um, his dad kind of being his chaperone throughout it all, and it's 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 um, present day. the 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 kid in the movie his name is Otis, uh, and, he's, and he's the stand up for Cheyenne. Otis is an adult played by Lucas Hedges um, in therapy, reflecting on his past with his father. And um, Noah Jupe plays young Otis, and then Shia LaBeouf plays Otis's father. So Shia LaBeouf is playing his father in the film. Uh, this film premiered at Sundance, which I was at, and I did not see it there. And then um, I got a chance to see this at the SCAD Film Festival a couple weeks ago, and Adam has just seen it recently.
0: Yeah, I just saw it on uh, Friday, I think. Um, it was funny. I Not to jump too far ahead, but I, I watched Marriage Story. It devastated me. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that went to my mind was, you know what you should do, Adam? You should go drive to the theater and see uh, Honey Boy, just to have a good old double feature of Wrecking Your Emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, this is a movie. I didn't know what to expect with it because you get some autobiographical movies um, that don't necessarily work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had a little bit of hope in this one because I, I love Shia in general. But like his uh, his story is very interesting. Yeah, um, he he's talked about his father a lot, and if you know like about his kind of upbringing and also like the weird work environment he had to do when he was on Disney Channel. Um, it's really interesting and obviously he's had like a lot of public uh you know run-ins with the uh with the law recently and
1: mm-hmm. and he... uh um, plagiarism at one point <laughs> yeah plagiarism <laughs> like it's
0: it's he has a very weird history so um I, I think if there's any like actor out there um like that can make it like around 30 years old um like a biograph like like a movie about him like i think um This is one of them, and
1: you know, I'll just say it. I, I thought this movie was fantastic. I, I really did. Yeah, I, I was. Moved uh, it's by it's it. a really it's an excellent film. It's really kind of. Uh, it, it really uh, it really wowed me the first time I saw it. I was I was very I was blown away just by how. um uh, w- One thing that really intrigued me about the film was that he wasn't directing it because that's such an easy sell for the movie. You know, written and directed by Shia LaBeouf about his life. Like that's an easy sell, but it wasn't directed by him, and I took that as kind of. Because like whenever there's an autobiographical film, there's the fear that it's just going to be an ego boost. But when you have... Um, but I, I thought just like someone else directing it, um, someone removed from the subject directing it, I thought um, that was a really nice um, sign for the film. And uh, yeah, this film is is just... I mean, I can't believe he wrote it. You know, there's some... He's such a... This is his first screenplay, and it's, it's, a, it's a really... I don't know how Adam feels about the screenplay itself, but I thought that his script is so great. It's so he's so honest with himself and he's honest with his father and he's got, there's so many great lines of dialogue too. It's a funny film. It's a really um, stylish film and just every, it's just everything you really want from a movie, you know? Yeah. I mean
0: um, the DP of the movie, Natasha Brayer, um, Mm -hmm. she did uh, the Rover, your favorite movie. (laughs) Hey, the Rover does look amazing. I'll give it that um yes, and also the neon demon which has amazing cinematography that movie sucks it, it it's it's questionable but it has amazing cinematography and um honey boy is maybe her best work yet like there are some scenes where she just like lighting and sometimes in movies like the neon lighting can be kind of like mm-hmm. you know pretentious like stupid but in this movie there's like a, the lighting in this movie like really adds to the mood of it all and mm-hmm. like and not like in a way that's overbearing. Um, it just feels like very naturalistic to the style of the story and like, um, and what they're trying to tell. And like, mm-hmm. there's, like one, door, towards the end, it's like a montage and she's like jumping in the pool and stuff. And it's, yeah. it's stunning to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this at a pretty fairly big theater. So just like to watch this beautiful movie yeah. on a giant screen was really satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, and you, has Alma Harella ever done a movie before? She's done documentaries, this is her narrative debut. Okay, yeah, cuz I was going to say like um it, it I I can believe that because like there are some parts where I don't know if the narrative is necessarily um if that's one com- critique I have with it, it's that that it doesn't feel like very cleanly put together. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a very small issue. Uh, cuz like overall like the part of the movie is there. The um styles there everything Mm -hmm. for like a feature like debut it's one of the better ones for sure
1: yeah it's it's uh the the the, the, this movie does have a really big heart and one of the things adam said this he said this about in regards to hereditary and it's a line that i like to steal and use a lot where uh she she approaches it with all of the kind of the ambition of a first-time director but then she also has all of the talent and craft of someone who's been doing it for years um and I, that's how, that's how i felt when i watched the movie it was because it, it feels like an indie movie and it, it, it feels like a debut type of film but it's also there's also some really just like no i don't want to say brilliant but there's just some really just just such nice like this movie is just so nice you know it's just such a it's just like that's a movie you know like i just i it, it just really blew me away I was just it's so sincere in its presentation and there's so many wonderful moments throughout the film and it, there's not an ounce of cynicism in it yeah and that's
0: that's one thing i was kind of um i actually didn't see a trailer for this movie before i went into it so Mm -hmm. i didn't really know much i mean i knew what it was about but i didn't know really what the tone would be if it was more cynical more heartfelt like i didn't really know what to expect going in and i was really taken back by like the balance Mm -hmm. at hand you know um I, i thought that that was really admirable like and also the way like it depicted uh His father, of course, and who's fantastic in the movie. Uh This is probably his best performance. He, he, him, like, this is a great, like, doubleheader. Like, him and Mm -hmm. this and Peanut Butter Falcon. Like, what a year for this guy. Um, Yeah, he's fantastic in this movie. And I I think that's what really sells the movie is the relationship between father Mm -hmm. and son. Um, I mean, it really is the crux of the movie. It's not, it's more about father and son than it is just about the kid. Um, But it's just really, everything about this movie is fantastic. Um, I mean, like I said, I had some minor narrative issues where it kind of, you can tell it's her first narrative debut. Mm -hmm. Um, Or even, you can kind of tell sometimes this is his first script. Um, But I heard a
1: lot in regards to Lucas Hedges' character, a lot was caught with that apparently.
0: Yeah, I heard that too and I honestly went into it expecting there to be a lot less of him. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, I'm sure that's true and that there is more, but I went into it expecting way less. So I was kind of pleasantly surprised by how much he was in it. Um, But I I really, I thought he was fantastic too. Um, There's really no one in the movie that's bad by any means. Like everyone's pretty great. Mm -hmm. Um, Noah Jupe, I think, gives one of the best child performances in a very long time. um, Um, Yeah, he's up there. Like I I can't (laughs) think of one that was better recently. Like... I don't know. like,
1: And it's he, weird because I, I, I wasn't impressed with him in A uh, Quiet Place, but he really blew me away here.
0: Oh, that's right. He was the kid in A Quiet Place. Um, he's also in uh, Ford v Ferrari for a little bit. Yeah, He's good in that too, And but this one, he's he, he's he the, really sells
1: this movie. This is real. It's the, this is the Noah Juppa songs that we're in right now.
0: Yeah, and, oh, and uh, FK Twigs is not it. Um, FK Twigs. She was, I mean, not, not a lot to do in the movie, but she's mm-hmm. pretty great uh, for what she does. Um, I thought their relationship was pretty interesting. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, any final thoughts? I mean, on Honey Boy?
1: Um, I uh, would recommend it to everyone.
0: Yeah, it's it's just one of the great movies this year. Um, I I don't know how much awards attention it's going to get because it's kind of, I don't know, I just feel like it's going to be kind of swept under the rug a little bit, mm-hmm. like a lot of great movies do this time of year. But um, I think, you know, I would nominate... Shia LaBeouf best supporting actor I, I think he could easily fit into that mold mm-hmm. um, he, he was really fantastic in this movie um, everything else I'm not really sure but I mean the movie's not you know it doesn't live or die on its awards attention. it doesn't really matter um, yeah. the day. Uh, it's a fantastic movie I highly recommend checking it out uh, what would you get out of 10
1: I gave this movie a 9.5 out of 10
0: um, I also gave it a 9.5 nine out of 10 you copycat mm-hmm. um, I saw it before you did so um yeah
1: okay. Liberal. Um okay. okay. So So that's all the time we have for the podcast if I Adam's gonna be rude to me. Uh where can I find you? Um
0: you can find me reviewing the new A twenty four joint Waves. Um,
1: oh, 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 oh. oh, nice transition. <laughs> uh do you wanna tell the good people what waves is about? Um I no, I don't want to because I, I think the little the less the the, the least the, the if you know what is the saying the less you know the better
0: um, yeah. Race is okay,
1: a coming of age film about an african-american family in crisis that's all I'll say
0: yeah um and you know what I agree with that I actually wrote the review for critics.com today check out critics.com mm-hmm. um and that's something I said I said there is um the best way to go into this film is I, I don't feel like you have to like know absolutely nothing, but mm-hmm. if you don't know the directions in which the story goes, um, it makes all the better. Like when I saw this movie, I really had no idea what it was about, and mm-hmm. I, everyone knows that scene. There's a point in this movie
1: where the film changes
0: completely. Like it, it like on every level it changes, mm-hmm. um, and it's. This movie, I'm a little conflicted on. Um, I think it's really well done for what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, There are parts of the script that I don't think. I don't know. There's a lot of serious subject matter in this movie, and it's hard to talk about it without um, without spoiling it. Without spoiling it, but um,
1: there's a lot spoilers or,
0: I mean, yeah, actually, because there's no way to really talk about this movie without doing it. So I mean, talking about the do you want to just give your quick little like non-spoiler review that we can jump to spoilers
1: um i really enjoyed waves um i don't necessarily think the way the film is being like pitched is what the movie is at all um it's a it's a, it's 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 a weird movie it's one of those movies where there's like uh it is hard to talk about it without spoiling it um it's a it's a film that it's a it's it's kind of like Everyone I saw it with loved it. I just need to. I just want to point that out first. They all gave it like like my brother okay, said. This so is one of his. We get it. Movies. You have friends, Joe. We get it. Yeah, I have a brother. Um, and, <laughs> uh, it's a film that there's a lot in it. It's super ambitious. Not all of it works for me personally, but the stuff that works is really, really well done, and all of the acting is fantastic.
0: Yeah, I mean that's. I I kind of agree. Like that's my entire thing. Like I don't know how much of this movie actually works like on a mm-hmm. narrative level like there's parts of it and I, I hate to be that guy but i i do think there's parts of it that are kind of problematic in the way hmm. that it like, handles like certain subject matter and you have to question you I know have why no why idea you.
1: what you could be talking about <laughs>
0: <laughs> well there's like a there's a little bit of the sense that there's a white dude directing a movie about a black family like that that's always in question um and not only directed well, being, well, he wrote it too like well it's,
1: i i I, I the, the the film isn't ne- necessarily about race in the film. It race it, it's brought up in the film. Um and I thought it was well handled. Uh, <laughs> but there it definitely oh, is Oh really some... white man, was it? Yeah, I thought the, <laughs> I thought my fellow white man did a great job uh gentrifying this family's experience. Uh
0: um yeah, I mean no, like there's nothing like blame. It's not like Green Book where he's yeah, like it's hey, like where's you don't the know uh, top what top? fried chicken is yeah it's not it's not it's definitely i think we can all at least agree it's not that bad
1: um but I there is was charming, charming though you know like it was like it's like even though it was like geez, it was like all right you know sure <laughs> um <laughs> no like i
0: i'm just saying I've read some takes on this movie from, you know, African American like people mm-hmm. that have had serious issues with the movie and the way they like it. I, it's so hard to talk about it without spoiling it, mm-hmm. but actually, you know what? Fuck it, let's just go to spoilers. Um yeah. what would you give uh, waves out of ten?
1: I give waves an eight and a half out of ten.
0: Um I'm gonna give it a rock solid eight out of ten. I think this movie works best when it's just a simple story and not so much when it tries to do so much. Mm -hmm. if that makes sense but um you know it i still recommend it it's honestly unlike anything else i've seen
1: this year so that that there's nothing i was trying to figure out what it was like because oftentimes like criticism is like it's like this meets this and i couldn't pick any two movies to compare it to
0: baby driver barely like in the sense that it's kind of like run by soundtrack but like
1: yeah um but i wouldn't even say i think baby driver is a lot more run by soundtrack this one gets their points, but
0: but let's jump to spoilers. So if you have not seen Waves, mm-hmm. um, stop listening. Uh, Skip you know ahead what? to
1: the Marriage Story segment. And... Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, so that party loose? scene... fucking okay. kills his girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> loose. <laughs> this movie... Okay, so the scene where this starts... And by the way, I saw this movie at 10 a.m. in the morning. So I was not ready for like the amount of Tyler the Creator that I heard that early in the morning. Yeah. Um, so the scene that that happens at with the party, um, with all of the neon lights and the drinking, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's I I've never I haven't been that shocked in a movie in like I can't tell you how long, man. I
1: I mean I I haven't been that shocked. I think the last time I was as shocked as I was when that scene happened was in Hereditary uh, when. I mean, we all know that, you know, like in the 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 car scene in Hereditary, that was the last time I remember. I I audibly gasped for both scenes. So,
0: yeah, I gasped in this scene, like, cause like the second, cause you know, some something is gonna happen. I, mm. I honestly, I was telling my in uh, front of the pod Zach this because we saw it together at the press screening, and I told him. um The way I thought this movie was going to go, because this movie has a very big focus on the first act uh, on drug addiction and Mm -hmm. painkillers. And I really thought it was just going to go to an OD kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Um, And then the rest of the movie would be, um, you know, them dealing with the aftermath of like maybe the son dying. Mm -hmm. Um, And like the father coming to terms with the fact that he kind of pushed his son too far, which is part of the movie, but I just a different way, I guess. Um, I did not see this coming at all. Um, Yeah. It. I mean, how did you feel like when that happened?
1: Um. Well, I was kind of like, because the movie kind of comes to a head at the first act. Like that's like the, like the the third act. Like the, after that moment, the rest of the movie is like falling action. But I was like, I know this movie's two and a half hours, and I know Lucas Hedges is in this movie. So I was like, where or where is this going? So I was expecting something big to happen. I didn't know it would be that. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, it's it's completely unexpected and weird in a good way, I guess, but like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I don't know. And and it even goes as far to like change the aspect ratio a few times.
1: I thought like, that was nice. I thought that was a nice, the way the, the, I thought the actual aspect ratio, they didn't bother me. The aspect ratio changes. No, it didn't bother.
0: It was a little bit jarring the first time. Cause I genuinely <laughs> thought Lindsay was fucking up, but like, um, once I got used to it, I was like, okay, I, this is actually kind of adding something to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know i just there's a i mean right after you know everything happens with him and his girlfriend and you not only change like the narrative of the movie but this have you seen the place beyond the pines i forgot yeah that. um that's what this reminds me of a little bit um in the way that it kind of passes the torch to another character like mm-hmm. halfway through um that movie had three different times it did that but this is like kind of two um i, I think it's pulled off better in that movie as well I I agree. Actually, I had a friend that I was talking to about this movie, and he was and I said that to him, and he said, "Oh, but this movie does it way better than Pines did." And I was like, mm-hmm. "I I don't I don't think that." But like this, it's still interesting the way this movie does it. Like it's not like in *Blaze band the Pines* where you're giving it to like a completely like unknown character with Bradley Cooper, because mm-hmm. like in that movie you don't see Bradley Cooper until he kills uh, Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. Um. This movie, it passes the torch to the sister who you see throughout the movie but she's kind of like a quiet figure and yeah. um, just kind of in the background. You don't know anything really about her until the movie focuses on her. Mm-hmm. And I kind of dug that. Like I, I, I don't think the second half of this movie is as strong as the first half by any
1: means. Mm-hmm. I actually disagree. Oh, do you? Okay. I much preferred the second. I just thought and I don't, I mean, I just thought the, um, what's the brother's name? Um... His... I know uh, the
0: actor is Calvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, Calvin. Yeah.
1: He's a very talented actor. Um, I just thought he was like, I don't know, like I'm just, I just I just didn't like it. Like he was just kind of an unlikable character, you know. And I didn't necessarily like. I just couldn't empathize with him, I guess. So I, but then the sister, I was very much able to empathize with. So. Yeah, I mean. I didn't necessarily like him
0: either, but I guess that was also maybe kind of the point was that... Like,
1: when he goes to prison, I'm like, good, you killed somebody. Like, I was like, I wasn't... I didn't feel bad for him, you know? Because I was like, okay, good. I mean, I didn't... I wasn't, like, feeling bad for him, but, like,
0: at that point in the movie, you can't help but think about how different things could have gone if Sterling K. Brown's character was just... I don't know. Like, there's something. The big crux of this movie is how it deals with toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I think that's the most powerful part of the film. Like, when it kind of addresses that and head on, like, there's nothing good comes with pushing a person too far and, like, making a person conform to, like, the certain mindset and ideology. Um, And if you're not careful, you can easily. This movie really is, like, a big campaign against toxic masculinity. Um, Mm -hmm. And it It's scary, um but I, I i don't know like there's just a certain aspect to this movie where I thought the first half was a little bit tighter, um but I
1: don't think the, yeah, second I half agree. Was the first half was tighter I just enjoyed watching the second half more. The second half's not bad by any means though like mm-hmm. it, it
0: is still good, it's just I don't know, I just wasn't as invested, but I think mm-hmm. that's maybe also the point of the movie, whereas like it starts with like this bolt of energy. And then it crashes really far, like halfway through, and mm-hmm. then it settles down
1: in the ending, you know. And um, I thought Lucas Hedges' character was a really nice addition to the film. Um, and I thought, I've been to the uh, um, to the spring they go to where they see the manatees, so that was cool. I was like, oh, I've jumped off that tree before, so that was a nice addition to the film. But yeah, I just I- thought it's a, it's it's very it's such a unique film and i mean it's not perfect but i'm i'm happy that it exists you know uh and sterling k brown does a really phenomenal job and i mean that scene with him in the, the it's on the poster the scene of him with the daughter is just just like give him an award you know he's not going to get nominated this year but give him an award you know
0: <laughs> yeah he, i mean kelvin harrison junior and taylor russell are amazing in this movie but um sterling k he he doesn't have as obviously as many scenes as those two, but um, he really is fantastic in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, that scene is fantastic. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, I think my issue with the movie is that it doesn't feel completely fleshed out. Um, it mm-hmm. kind of almost feels like a first draft of a screenplay adapted with incredible direction. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like yeah. there, some of the dialogue is a little bit wonky and some of the structure of the movie is a little bit weird. Like, uh, while well, I believed and I felt the emotion at points, um, there's a sense of me that was like, when like Sterling K. Brown was like redeemed, quote unquote, at
1: the end. Mm-hmm. I wish I saw that progression, you know. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. I was like, oh, this is where we're at. Like, I, I that's that's a wonderful. Because I, 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 I felt I left the movie feeling a bit underwhelmed. I was like emotionally, like like we arrive emotionally at that. Um, at that point and when he walks into the room with the with the mother and they just don't say anything to each other but you can feel it like i thought that was really nice but it's like she starts dating lucas hedges and then his dad dies and then sterling k brown is like just like had learned from his ways you know it's like we don't don't see him we don't see his character i wish the film more so would have shifted focus to him maybe but i mean i don't know I didn't write the script, so... I know. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of my entire thing with it, was, like,
0: you... it's There's a lot of, like, telling you, but not showing you kind of mm-hmm. stuff in this movie, and uh, if you've ever been to film class, that's, like, mm-hmm. the first thing you don't do. Um, it's, like... I, I just wish we saw a little bit more of his progression, because, like, you see him fighting with his wife, mm-hmm. and then the next scene kind of is, like, <laughs> him going to church.
1: And I even... I even felt that uh, the... Um... I don't. I didn't think we saw enough of the father pushing the son. I didn't. I mean, Adam, might disagree with me on that. I. I kind of disagree.
0: I mean, I can. Or I could see your argument for maybe more of that. But um, I think actually you got enough of that. Like you, because like that scene where he's. Um, I don't know. Like the scene where he's like at the dad's job, and he's like doing kind of a shitty job, and he like has a whole monologue about how he doesn't like the luxury. Toilet you know be anything less than great um
1: that's not i thought
0: like that was the one that's they're
1: at they're at his desk and he comes in and he's like what are you doing he's like i'm doing homework and then he does that scene
0: but he's also like telling him about like paperwork that he didn't do right or something and it's like oh, oh. i don't know
1: i went to the bathroom at one point maybe that happened
0: <sighs> okay joe um sir i had to piss and shit <laughs> um how do i even move on from that um I don't know like there, there's just like that scene was pretty like emotionally powerful and I thought that kind of like mm-hmm. that scene alone like scared me enough to the point of where when he is abusing drugs and he is he knows about his arm but he doesn't want to tell his parents I believe the fact that he didn't want to tell them because
1: he's afraid no that of that scene was great too that like just the idea that something like there's something bad and you're just going to ignore it in, until it blows up in your face like that I thought that was a really nice thing and just in the film it was terrifying, and the scene mm-hmm. like the wrestling scene when where he like wrestles yeah.
0: go, oh my god, dude! Like, and again, like I'm not by any means like condoning what obviously what he did in the movie, like uh, Tyler, um, but there, in like I, I don't think I think there's plenty of people that have trauma happen to them that don't like murder somebody. Mm-hmm. So, but I I just think the movie did a decent job at establishing the domino effect to where stuff blew up you know um but it also goes to the point of like is Treadward schultz the guy to tell the story you know about like black domestic abuse
1: like is that like his story to tell you know? um, i th- think in this film it's because i mean i think race is only brought up their race is only brought up really once in the film and the rest of it is more so just about kind of the family dynamic i don't I don't think it's, I mean, there's, a, there's definitely a conversation to be had about it, um, but I think for the most part, he does a good job with it. Um, I don't know if it needed to be an African-American family, but then again, this isn't, this is obviously his, over, Edward Schultz was script, so he might have a reason for it. But I know he's, uh, in a quote, he said he directed it colorblind, so I don't <laughs> Right, yeah, and the, and therein
0: lie, there lies the problem like Mm -hmm. um i think i like and i'm not gonna like try to shit talk this movie i gave it an 8 out of 10 i enjoyed Mm it i liked it um it's just there's just elements that don't sit completely right with me but i mean is there anything else in spoilers you want
1: to talk about like that i didn't bring up like um lucas hedges was good uh He, he was really good i mean but also like when isn't he yeah, his, his presence in the film, though, like, knowing he's in the movie kind of spoils it, because he's not in the first act at all. So I was like, where, like, what's going to happen? Like, <laughs> like, and Lucas Hedges is in this movie, and he sees a manatee. Like, where, when are we going to, like, get to that it's, part, you know? It's funny, though. Like, you see him a few times at the beginning, though, Like, but
0: as, like, a background actor. Yeah. Like, I thought actually added to it, because I'm like, oh, that's kind of, like, authentic. Like, mm-hmm. that you just see him in the background, and then he's just is in background actor until he becomes part of her life. Like, I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. Um... Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot to say like about it. Like, I think we kind of covered it. It's, yeah. it's a good movie. It's just a lot of people love it.
1: A lot of people don't. Um, it's. A, I'm, I'm glad it's a unique film. I'm glad it exists. I hope Kelvin and Sterling K. Brown get uh, continue to get great work. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I. Um, it's gonna live and die on
0: film Twitter. Basically, like <laughs> that's the that's the that's the tweet. Um, it's and it's also. Uh, definitely an age 24 movie if i've ever seen one like yeah (laughs) like it it really is it's like i was happy
1: to see that it wasn't just like another not because i mean they've made a couple coming of age movies at this they made a lot at this point but it it was a it was a different type of one right it was almost like the ryan johnson approach to a coming age movie they subvert your expectations Hey Cam, uh, the Last Jedi. Movie. <laughs> hey guys, this is a uh, critics' podcast. Def- the critics' brand officially endorses the Last Jedi as the best Star Wars movie. Uh,
0: um, so we already rated this movie, so I guess there's no other way to mm-hmm. close it up. Um, that's waves. Um, you know, if you enjoyed waves, let us know. Um, mm-hmm. um yeah. So, this next movie, uh, "Spies in the Skies," yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Noah Baumbach's latest, uh, "Marriage Story." Um, so, Joe, uh, what were your expectations going into "Marriage Story"? Like, I you, you would Tampa well movie, right? I did drive to Tampa
1: to see the movie. Um, which, the, okay, so the thing is, the first Noah Baumbach film I saw was "While Young." And I thought it was horrific. I hate that movie. I really hate it. So I had just a sour taste in my mouth for No Baumark. And then I watched um, the Meyerowitz stories, and I thought it was pretty good. Um, I thought Adam Sandler did a good job, but I still wasn't sold on him. And then I saw Francis Haw and I, I really loved it. Um, but I still had that like harboring hate behind him. you know. So I was very conflicted to see Meritriot, because it looked right up my alley. And it looked um, like something I'd really enjoy. But I just, you know, while we're young, just lingered in the back of my mind. And I think Noah Bamba can his style can get a bit annoying at times. I know Adam disagrees with me on that, but I think he can get a bit annoying at times. Uh, no, just, I actually you know, kind of agree, like a little bit. And so I really wanted to see it. That's I drove to Tampa to see it because I just wanted to support the theatrical run of a Netflix movie just because I was like, they should be able to be distributed normally. Um, So is my political act of seeing Marriage Story. Uh, I saw it in an empty theater. There was nobody in the theater. And uh, uh, Manolo Baumbach also wrote my favorite movie, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, okay. So So, you were uh, looking... (laughs) Yeah, I had very mixed uh, emotions towards Marriage Story. Uh, And uh, Adam, what were your expectations for Marriage Story? Um... You know, actually, like I,
0: I know you think that I'm like a big no Baumbach defender, and I'm actually not. Like I, I think I'm a little bit more positive on him than you are. Like I, Francis Ha is—it's no secret—it's my favorite movie. Um, I also Secret's really out. love Squid in the Whale.
1: Like that, that's still a fantastic. haven't I still haven't seen that. I, I think
0: you'll enjoy that one. Um, Mistress America, it's fantastic. Um, I actually agree with you on While We're Young. I think that movie is. Just so repetitive and stupid and I like I could not stand it
1: just the most pretentious self important garbage movie I've ever seen it,
0: it really like I remember watching that movie and I'm like I went to the screening of it too and I was just like this movie is bad like I was at the screening Adam whoa oh. and that's how the critics podcast started yeah. um so I but I was so excited about marriage story because like I'd also um, heard
1: incredible things about it
0: yeah, I've heard a lot of people say this is his best movie, and mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I still prefer Francis Ha over it. Um, this movie is maybe, arguably, his best directed movie. Um, there, this movie is like stunning to look mm-hmm. at; like it is a gorgeously polished movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I mean, I'll just say it: I think this movie is almost perfect, if not perfect. It, it's, I can't think of a single thing I didn't like about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it is just beautiful. It's heartbreaking. It is stunning, emotional, raw, intimate—like all mm. the adjectives you can describe. This movie is. It is absolutely fantastic. It's one of the best movies of 2019. Yeah, um, it's
1: it's, uh, it's much to my dismay. Uh, it, it's it's pretty much just a masterpiece. It's it, it the no this this is I think this might be out of the ones I've seen and probably this might be the best script of the year. I think Parasite script is is really great, but I think Marriage Story just kind of like it's just one of those movies that kind of just taps into something universal about just how it's kind of like it, it's it, just everybody can watch this movie and 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 and, and feel emotion. It's like I don't know that's might sound pretentious, but it it kind of do you know how American Beauty kind of really connected with the people in the time it came out of? I
0: mean, I was in diapers, so no. But I, uh, I assume.
1: Well, American Um, Beauty was really like a sensation because it was just that's how everybody was feeling when they saw it. Like everyone kind of just instantly connect with one of the characters in the film. And I think Marriage Story kind of not the same, not in the same way, but I think Marriage Story is just a film that anybody can watch. And and, and I, it's just it's like the um, the, the, Adam Driver said that Noel Baumbach kind of combined all these experiences and these ideas into one seminal document and that document was the script. And that's really I think that's a good way to put it. It's just kind of like this movie is just, it just, yeah, there's just nothing wrong with it. You know, it's just like, it's just like, well, that's, that's a masterpiece, you know? Yeah. I mean, it really is like. I I don't know. Like for
0: months and months you can hear the term masterpiece thrown around for a movie that's mm-hmm. at festivals and then you see it and you're like, Oh, well, like it was good but like not a masterpiece and then uh, you watch this and you're like oh no wait it actually is like it's it's exactly as good as you've heard Mm -hmm. um i I think we'd be remiss not to mention um the performances at hand Mm -hmm. oh my god adam
1: (laughs) driver
0: jesus christ yeah
1: you hear the phrase like, "Oh, this is a masterclass in acting," a lot thrown around for movies. But like, this is like a masterclass in acting. There's like two of the finest performances I I think I've ever seen. They're both, and it's not like one is better than the other. They're just both incredible, you know? Yeah i I don't know. I think Adam Driver gives the best performance in the movie, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I Scar- think he's better. I think he gives a better performance too. But I think Scarlett Johansson is is just just a little bit. Like I think he's his he's just a little bit better than her, but like right. both just incredible performances.
0: Yeah, I mean, but they're both. I mean, they both are going to get Oscar noms, and they both very
1: much deserve it. Um I think Adam Adam's my pick for best actor of the year right now. I think oh, Adam all you. the performances I've seen. This is my favorite performance of the year, probably. Um,
0: it's. Uh, I mean, I can't think of one I like better. Like I for a long time this year I've been on the Florence pew train uh Mm -hmm. for midsummer like i was saying that's the best performance of the year and it's still top three but adam driver in this movie he i mean if you're on twitter you've seen the clip going around the scene where they're arguing oh my goodness (laughs) i mean i wouldn't say go to spoilers in this movie but there's nothing to really spoil like it's just kind of i don't know there's nothing really i don't want to say unexpected but there's nothing to spoil you know so i'll just say that particular argument scene is stunning. Like, it is so raw. It's like a mm-hmm. 10... I mean, you see, like, the two to three-minute clip on Twitter, but there's a, it's like a big 15-minute sequence in this movie where they're just, like, flipping out at each other. Mm-hmm. And it is so natural because it starts the conversation between the two of them trying to be yeah. so... Yeah,
1: it's yeah it's so in no bombard there's so, so many things about this movie that just he just gets so many little things about how people talk and how people I know that's kind of his thing is like nerd Rider has a good video about how he writes dialogue the way it is, like how people actually speak to each other. And he's just there's just so much about uh, this scene in particular where it starts and it's just it's just a series of miscommunications and then it just kind of, explodes into this thing and then they're just saying the most horrific things to each other just to be right and they're telling each other how they feel and they're they're, they're stuttering and they're they're trying to explain it's just it's just such a perfect scene
0: yeah i mean it, it's it's beautiful the way like i mean not beautiful but like it's it's like heartbreaking like watching mm-hmm. the two of them like yeah. fight because the entire movie like i i mean i don't know about you but i was leaning more towards her, her side like during the movie like mm-hmm. Um, I saw where he was coming from and I didn't... I did think, on the one hand, Laura Dern's, like, deals were kind of unfair. Yeah. Um, But, like, there's also, And I I did, like, want him to be, like, part of the kid's life. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. you find out very early on, like, how neglectful he really was. Like, he cheated. He... And this isn't a spoiler. It's established very early on. Mm -hmm. Like, all the reasons why he wasn't a great husband. Like... He was neglectful to her feelings, to her emotions, like, her her just wishes and needs and wants, you know? And, like, he, I think he spent so much time being a good director and father that he forgot to be a good husband, too.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: I don't know, there's just, like, a, and then even so, like, while he was a good father, like, in New York, like, he wasn't really thinking about what was completely right for the kid. And. <laughs> And the movie doesn't ask you to take sides. It just kind of presents these two characters as they are. And she's not perfect either, by any means. It's yeah. just...
1: I don't know. Like, what side... Were you on a side, or were you kind of in the middle? Or Well, when it started, I was very much on her side, just because I mean, the movie opens from her perspective, at least. Um, and uh, once it went on, I, once you kind of get more... I, I, don't, I don't know if I sided with Adam Driver, but I think I felt more for him, because you really kind of his life really does start to fall apart. And I mean, even in that scene, he screams and you're winning. It's like, so you really just see him start to crumble. It's like his life start to crumble. And it's, I think, I think, I guess, if I, I don't know. I think, I guess I felt that more bad for Adam Driver, But I mean, Scarlett Johansson, she's like, I mean, we don't see, we see his life fall apart. We don't see their marriage fall apart, you know? So it's, I guess that's probably why, but I think, I definitely think she was right, you know. But it's just I felt bad for him personally, and he's such a likable person. So it's just, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, have you have you seen this movie
0: once or have you watched it again on
1: Netflix? I've seen it. I've seen it twice now.
0: Yeah, because it was funny. The first time I saw it, I kind of I'm kind of was like in the same camp as you. Like, mm-hmm. I was of the I like or of the notion like, while like both sides are valid. Like, I was feeling more for him because like you're right like because you spend like a good portion of the movie just seeing how good of a dad he is mm-hmm. like to this kid and to see and she's not like trying to take him away or like have a restraining order or anything but it's sad to like see mm-hmm. the relationship between and it's, the father and son it's father. also like
1: the kid i mean the kid's in like a mommy phase in the movie so it's like the kid is like just like there's just the dad gets kind of i mean adam driver gets kind of like like with halloween he gets fucked over and that part that was i felt, felt really bad during that part i was like oh that sucks you know yeah and i i agreed with you the first time i
0: saw it but i've, ha- I've seen it three times now um oh jeez. <laughs> yeah i watched it with my girlfriend on friday night or saturday or something and then oh, i sure.
1: saw adam has a girlfriend good for him
0: not a great date movie um and <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, she doesn't to the pot anyway so i can say it uh, we watched we watched midsummer and this like back to back and let me just say that was not a good like relationship double feature um and i saw it with my mom like on tuesday
1: mm-hmm. um
0: i didn't even think she would care about this movie but she was like it's funny her like selling point was like oh ray Liotta's in this and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what is, but he, oh, what is his, his first line in the movie is like fuck <laughs> <laughs> um but i i think she actually did enjoy it because she told me after it was over she's like that was a lot like kramer versus kramer and that's like one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. um, so i I don't know, like, each time I saw this movie, though, I leaned more towards her, her side, because the first time I saw it, I was on not on his side, per se, but I really had a feel for him. But every time you re-watch this movie, you pick up on little nuances of everything he really did do wrong. Mm-hmm. And while it is sad what happens to him and stuff, the more I watch it, the more I'm just like, but also, like, what did you expect? Like, you know, this this your wife, she's there supporting you through thick and thin, and she's literally telling you that she wants to move to L.A. She's telling you she wants to do all these different things, um, or even just live there for a year, or, like, during off-season. And he just won't budge. He just ignores her and cheats on her, even, you know?
1: Well, and I mean, he she, he cheats on her. They, I think he says they were sleeping in different beds at that point, so... Well, he I mean, that doesn't make it any worse. He stopped having sex, which I which I, I'm sure
0: is shitty, but, like, it's, like, it's not... it's not a to cheat, you know? And if he acknowledges that, he, it's not like he's trying to justify cheating. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, he, he kind of owns up to it in the movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just... it's a
1: complicated basically, situation. Basically, Adam is a feminist, and I'm um a Nazi, is what I'm trying to... I that was a joke. That was a joke. Strike that. Let me go... Let, don't ban me from Can. That was a joke. I hate Nazis... And I'm a feminist as well. Um, you better go I'll apologize to the Sundance Institute before they revoke your Ugh. Press, how how funny would it be if I get an email and they're like, "We listened to your newest episode and we don't <laughs> support the uh, ideals you." They don't know that we have. Uh, there well. are Switzerland. They line don't. know one listens to this. There are Switzerland <laughs> listeners. I've already bought my ho- my flight, so that'd be very
0: upsetting if it was. <laughs> um. How did you feel about the supporting cast in this movie?
1: Laura Dern is so good in this movie. She's so pretty. She's so, she's commanding. She's charming. She's kind of insidious at points. She's just a great character. I loved her. Ray Liotta was great in the movie. And Alan Alda is charming as ever. Yeah, I
0: really thought, I mean, everyone's talking about Laura Dern in this movie Mm -hmm. and rightfully so. She she's fairly fantastic in this movie. Um everything she's in, she's like steals the show. Um, yeah. especially that one courtroom scene. Um, mm-hmm. she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um Alan Alda not in the movie a lot, but I liked him a lot in the little yeah. role that he had. Um especially that like line that he had about like yeah, you remind me after my uh first Me after uh, my second, my or, second yeah, divorce. My, yeah, my second divorce. Like yeah, there's just like, little nuances to each character. Like even when they don't have a lot of screen mm-hmm. time, um, who plays the mom? Uh, Scarlett Johansson's mom. Um, um,
1: I don't, I don't know actually.
0: Well, whoever you are, lady, uh, mm-hmm. I, I thought you were fantastic in the movie. Um, I, I, I love the sister's her.
1: great too. She's a yeah, Meredith
0: Weaver. She was in um, an uh, ah, shit. Um, the the show this year, Unbelievable on Netflix, mm-hmm. and she was fantastic in that show um it's good to see her back in this would you Netflix say she point. was
1: unbelievably good in the show
0: okay liberal um no i mean yeah she's really really great in this movie too um everyone everyone is fantastic um yeah there's also like a part of this movie i mean i guess it shouldn't be surprising to Noah a but i was
1: surprised how funny the movie was um, yeah it's 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 funny on like a deeply human level too like this that's this movie is very human like it f- feels like a like a it's like a living thing you know it's like there's so many like little jokes in the movie that are just so like like there's so, like there, there's jokes in the film but then there's like there's things that just are like perfect imitations of reality like that like, when he can't reach the um, ticket thing for the uh, parking lot so good yeah like that's just like something that happens to everybody and it's just like oh yep that like I know exactly what, what that's like you know and uh, it's and there's also just like when they're, they're they, everyone's talking about LA and they're like but there's just there's so much space
0: yeah and yeah that was oh I mean okay you know what, I'm gonna call it uh spoilers mm-hmm. for anyone that hasn't seen this movie Um, I mean what'd you give it out of 10
1: uh, uh, I gave it a uh, nine and a half but it's a 10 I just don't want to give it a 10 because I don't like Noah Baumbach but it's a it's a 10 out of 10 but it's a nine and a half
0: so joe gives it a 10 out of 10 i also give it a 10 out of 10 obviously um well, I, I wanted Just to bring up spoilers ahead. because i i didn't want to spoil this in case someone hasn't seen this movie yet um the knife scene oh, holy shit when
1: <laughs> what was your reaction to this scene because it was i i was screaming at my tv you I, I thought it was very funny i thought it was um kind of sad as well i thought it, it's a it's a really great it wasn't my favorite scene in the movie i know that's adams or i think it's he's it's one of your favorite things just in general yeah it um was great. what do you what tell me what you thought of it first
0: well i just thought it was like this i mean first of all it's like a brilliant like kind of metaphor for like mm-hmm. the entire like divorce like um he doesn't think it's gonna hurt him and then kind of quietly like destroys him mm-hmm. and it, it's beautiful
1: and poetic and also deep i took funny. it a different way how did you interpret it well because i think the whole movie is him kind of realizing that his life is not going to be the same way that it was you know so it was like before when they were married he could do that and not hurt himself but now i guess you were correct actually don't worry about what i had to say <laughs> okay cool i was um, gonna say because like when he like, like he could do that when they were married but now he's, his life's different so he can't do it anymore you no, know? I mean that's
0: a, I think they kind of go hand in hand, though. Like, yeah,
1: I like, mean it's. Yeah, you get it. It's. I mean it's whatever. Don't worry about it. I didn't say anything.
0: <laughs> but like the his performance in that scene too. Like when he's like he's just like lays on the floor uh-huh, and he's like, trying to get all the uh paper towels <laughs> he's like kicking it and like trying yeah. to go with the like in the sink at the same time and it's ridiculous and also like when he's trying to get the lady out the door but she can't like do all the like locks and she's going so yeah. slow
1: while he's like bleeding out yeah. <laughs> it's perfect comedy and like i felt that woman is so is so uncomfortable as well she's just such, she's great in the movie the um the advisor i guess is what her what, what her title is but she's uh, i thought she was great in the film as well
0: yeah, and like when um, Adam Driver's like, do you ever observe married people? No, why would I? That's a joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's something about the humor in this movie that like, it, it really, there's parts of this movie where you wouldn't expect there to be humor and then there is and it just mm-hmm. works unexpectedly. Um, yeah, I, this dude, where, like she's trying to serve him the papers. Like that yeah, shouldn't she... have been funny, but it was.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I, what, I lo- what I admire most about about the film I, I like I said it's a deep it's a very human film and there's just I don't know the way he writes his dialogue it's like I've said some of the things that the characters say in the movie and no obviously not in the argument I've never been in an argument that he did before I actually have but I've never been in a, like a divorce argument before but like at one point me and Joe after Hobson Shaw yeah this is me and Adam after Hobson. Shaw at one point he's talking to his lawyer and she's like he's like oh well did she enjoy that and he was like she was like he goes yes she's just now decided that she didn't and it was just like that kind of line of thinking is like I've fallen into that before where you decide how people feel and you kind of you you tell yourself the situation is the what way it is. And it just makes it's a very like I guess it just made me think a lot about my personal life and the way I interact with people. And there's just it's just it's 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 just like just a. I mean, I really loved this movie and I hate that I love it as much as I do. It's just such a good movie, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean. That totally goes to it. And also, like, that's another part, too, like, what you're saying, like, with the lawyers asking them each, like, deeply personal mm-hmm. questions. And, like, these are deep, personal things that they know about each other. But now, like, these lawyers are asking them about these things to use against each other. Yeah. Like, the scene that really, like, the courtroom part that really got me was when um, it harkens back to the scene earlier when she has, like, a little bit of wine and she's stuck mm-hmm. on the staircase. And then Ray Liotta brings it up in court. She's like, or he's like, uh, that night, um, she admitted to having too much drink and not being able to care for her son, and mm-hmm. she was stumbling down the staircase. And it just goes to show, like, how you can paint something that is once like a little sight gag, yeah, and you can paint it as in turning this person to a monster. Um, well, even
1: the even earlier in the movie, uh, they kind of with Adam Driver's character when the the uh, the seat isn't installed correctly. I thought I mean, that's just like, yeah, a, like, oh, that too. Cute. It's like a funny. It's like a. It's a funny little scene, and then he tells the kid to shut up. I thought that was funny. I know some people didn't, but I like Johnny. Shut up. I mean, I, I sorry, thought it was. <laughs> yeah, know. I thought that was so funny. He was like, "I'm sorry, but just shut up." Uh, and then that's used in court against him to show that he's like a bad, you know. It's I. And I love too that there's the scene where they're um they're in a really heated convert It's a they're trying, trying to battle it out with lawyers. They're settling on a court, and it's they're kind of t- debating about. I forget what the topic was, but then they just kind of were like, okay, let's do lunch. And then they just talk to each other like they're normal people. And even Laura Dern is like, I, I saw your plan. I loved it. Like,
0: yeah. Like it, it's ridiculous. And like, it also like the way that they like address each other before like the court starts, like when he hires Ray Liotta for the first time mm-hmm. and like, they, like they, Laura Dern and Ray Liotta like hug it out. And then they cut to good. them like, in the courtroom, like arguing with each other. And it's like these people look at and it really is it's their profession and they're professional about it and they do everything the right way but it's like for them it's a job it's just words they have to say like on a script and a tone that they have never narr- like they've been perfected their entire lives to do mm-hmm. or their entire professional careers and
1: but for these two people it's completely new to them and yeah it's, they ever expected yeah it's like life-changing you know for them it's just another tuesday
0: yeah exactly and that's what really got me like and I think, I mean, I don't even know what my favorite scene is, because, like, th- I mean, it might be the knife scene, but it also might be the courtroom scene, because that scene was so heartbreaking to watch, mm-hmm. you know? I
1: think the most... I, I've never done this in a movie before. Uh, we're in spoilers, right? Yeah, we're in spoilers. When he walks in to his kid's room at the end, and he's reading the letter, I, I audibly went, like, oh! And I, like, grabbed my chest. That was, like, the most heart-shattering thing in the world. I sobbed mm-hmm. at that part i i honestly i cried like a and then,
0: in this movie but that was one of the big ones it's
1: such a it's not a manipulative scene it's just such a well-written scene because you're like oh and then he's like daddy can you read the letter and you're like oh my god and then she just walks up. i love too. they don't talk about it either she just walks up but like, you see her in the background you don't even she doesn't i don't even think they cut to her at any point you just see that she can see them reading the letter yeah and it's beautiful
0: and like i don't know like it's it's so heartbreaking and um well, i've heard I mean, comparisons to la la land about this movie like i don't
1: well, i don't know about that but <laughs> yeah like
0: in the way that they um by the end they both move on from each other but there is a sense of like melancholy and mm-hmm. they they had their life together and they loved each other at one point but now they're just not right for each other but maybe like that's
1: okay like it's not yeah. necessarily a bad what one Favorite uh, Letterbox Reviews was my friend Matt Spinoner, I think how he says it. Sponer, something like that. I don't. Know. Uh boner. Uh, his, he, Matt Boner. Yeah, uh, Matt. He his review for this was it's. He was like it's really fucking cruel that when this movie ended, I looked down and my shoes were untied. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh, you know, my, my really great scene at that ending. Uh, if you guys want to know Gina Sidarius's, uh review of Marriage Story, uh, it ended. She looked at me. and She said, "Well, that was an interesting ending." Mm-hmm. And then she got up and left. Um, so she saw was... it in the theater no she saw it at home she,
1: she got, got up out. and left your house she drove away
0: she got up and went to the kitchen like, okay uh, and okay. got a drink
1: um that's, that's sweet um yeah the
0: adam driver sings in it that's a really good scene oh yeah he um who does he sing again song um,
1: i'm being alive from. Comfort. yeah
0: that song is great. if there is ever a perfect song to use in a movie it was that song with this movie Mm-hmm. um did you read the article from um i, th- I can't remember who wrote it but uh, about the importance of that song
1: and how um,
0: like deep the story
1: no i haven't read that article i know that um the uh they wanted to do a, they wanted to make a company movie for a while and that's why that song was picked oh okay well like because uh, no bomb and adam were like what are we going to do next and then they were like what if we do a company movie and then it ended didn't pan out and then and it, it made its way into this movie though okay yeah i have send me that uh, article yeah i
0: i'll try to find it uh, i'll read it
1: live on podcast <laughs> it's it's a That's beautiful myself.
0: It, i think it's like i'm um, how the Sonheim song uh, actually deepens into adds layers to marriage story um it's and that scene is fantastic too like he goes he it doesn't like have any cuts it, like it shows mm-hmm. him singing the entire song um and it's great
1: um and I love how, I mean, because obviously Driver is a stand-in for Noah here. Um, I love how honest he is with himself. He kind of admits to himself kind of the, because um, I mean, if like fact, like like factually, like Adam Driver's character is like wrong, like he's the one who fucked up, you know, like he definitely, it's definitely like, I get, not his fault, I guess it's his fault that they got the divorce, you know, like he's definitely like the, like, you know. Like kind of what Adam was alluding to earlier, but he's kind of, the, the arc that his character goes through. He kind of he he admits to himself things about himself, you know, and it's coming from this perspective that he's standing for Noah Baumbach I thought that was really like he he says like, oh, I was I was I was jealous of her talent, and I I was I was arrogant, and I was I was I my ego was hurt. Like he says something like Adam Driver's character says lines that kind of allude to kind of real life murmuring and I thought that was really interesting.
0: Yeah, there's also I guess in the article King, but there's also an article about how um, they or they this um, I think it was the New Yorker or something they like interviewed um, Jennifer Jason Lee's Uh marriage uh, like attorney Mm -hmm. and who may or may not have inspired um, Laura Dern's character and there's just so many nuances to this movie like and you're right like the way he is kind of self-critical of himself I think this Mm -hmm. is like. Again, Francis Haw is my favorite movie like of all time and obviously it's my favorite movie of his, but there's such a maturity to
1: this movie that I was not yeah, expecting. And it doesn't it doesn't feel aside from like like aside from uh like the dialogue and the um aside from the dialogue of the film and maybe it being set in New York uh it there's not much to it like there's not the the normal bombachisms aren't really present in the film you know it's a very it's a very it feels like a very maturing of his style you know because it's definitely his style but a lot of the um the kind a lot of it is kind of either stripped away or like perfected in this movie yeah yeah totally i mean it and that's the thing like it's
0: also kind of reminded me a little bit of when wes anderson did grand budapest like that was obviously like colorful like his other movies but there's also like a deep sense of like melancholy in that movie and like well, i kind like of
1: Mr. A... fox is better but that's the I, I am not
0: comparing quality i'm just saying like um there, i don't know like i mean spoilers you haven't seen grand budafest but like when it ends when he dies like it's like depressing and it ends on a very sad note whereas like just a few years ago he did moonrise kingdom and it was like this joyful happy little movie about kids in love and like boy scouts and stuff you know
1: mm-hmm. like
0: it just kind of it reminded me of like these other directors like they like they're having this progression in their career where they get yeah. more mature with their
1: filmmaking and I, I i
0: don't yeah that
1: is it does fall in line, like kind of like with like the ones a time in Hollywood, like, Um the irishman it kind of it does fall in line with that maturing of a director you know
0: yeah yeah i mean that's exactly and i mean really i mean the final shot of this movie like i said it, it's beautiful like in the same way that i said like with everything in la, la land like mm-hmm. just because the marriage is over doesn't mean the love they had is gone um mm-hmm. that i know it's not like the final shot but this shot where she's handing the kid over to him
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like there's a brief moment where they all the three of them hug each other yeah at the same time and then they transfer like uh the kid over to him like that little pause where they just hug each other for a brief second it's so beautiful like it's mm-hmm. so good and and also like just the notion that they did all this fighting to have all these different like custody intricacies, you know, mm-hmm. and then it just ends with them saying, "Oh well, you could take him." Like <laughs> it's like it just goes to the part, like the point of how pointless, like kind of like what Alan Alda was saying earlier in the movie, where, where he's like, "What's the point of all this?" He's like, "He's like
1: it's crazy." Like the intricacies, yeah, of, like yeah, you got we fight it out in court, and then you guys have to live with it. But...
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, and also, like, everything you had to pay for, and all that, and it's it's crazy, but and I think that's also kind of beautiful, though, like, at the end, like, they did all this fighting and all this, like, I don't know, just all of this, and yet at the end of the day, they still love each other, and they mm. love their kid, and they're still good parents at the end of the day. Like, it didn't break them, and I, I think that's kind of beautiful, and I hope that's the same case no, Bombok, like, maybe it did break him a little bit but not completely you know and he's with Greta now so yeah and you can that's like the, that's like what I want in life so to you yeah that's that's my dream um but I guess you know I can't exactly do that anymore unless uh she makes her own marriage story <laughs> um so yeah that's uh I mean do you have anything else to add I mean
1: um uh, um um Ah uh, uh, uh.
0: That's all Okay, cool. Um so we'll be back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what would
1: you give marriage Story out of ten? <laughs>
0: I gave it a two out of ten. It was a stupid movie. Yeah, um, Stone Man was better. <laughs> it was a good time, no alcohol required.
1: The score is great. We need to say that. It's a great great score.
0: Yeah, it was funny. Like, I was watching this movie, and I was like, this sounds a lot like Toy Story. (laughs) And then I saw uh, who composed it. I was like, oh, well, that makes a little bit too much sense. Like, um, Because there's a part of this, like, the scene where they're closing the gate. (laughs) I was like, this is literally Toy Story 3. Like, I'm (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Like, um, It's not even an issue, because the score is great. But, like, it's literally.
1: wonderfully with the movie.
0: Yeah, it, it's great, but it's like there's parts where I'm like, this is literally just Toy Story. Like, mm-hmm. it just is. Um, yeah, that's my final thought. I mean, I I don't know if it is my favorite movie of the year. Parasite's kind of giving it a run for its money. I I think both are like masterpieces.
1: Um, um, really, Gems is also but... pretty
0: amazing. But
1: you haven't um, seen Cats
0: yet. Yeah, I know. I I can't put up together my top fifteen until I, I until I see Cats. Um, I'm Richard Jewell. Um. Yes, I I can't wait to see him do the Macarena in the movie. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So, Joe, I mean, we're going to be back soon. Uh, We're going to be doing, uh, well, we're going to be doing Richard Jewell, uh, Mm -hmm. Black Christmas, Jumanji, uh, Star Wars next week, guys. You guys hyped for it? I sure am. Mm -hmm.
1: I can't wait for Two
0: Warriors of Discourse on Twitter. Uh Um, So, yeah, uh, we'll be back. Yeah, in the next week or so we'll have a lot of hot content coming your way. Um, Joe, thanks as always for being my trusty, stinky sidekick. Nope. Uh, where can everyone find you online? At Joseph underscore Salamone on
1: most platforms. Oh, oh that's hot.
0: Um, <laughs> and you can find me at adam sidorius on instagram um, adam j sidorius at twitter um, and you can find the latest hottest sexiest reviews on critics.com um, so yeah until next time gamers uh, don't get a divorce <laughs> and uh goodbye